Welcome to Twist for the week of September 30th. This is Sarah McGann at KPMG's Washington National Tax Office. In a recent administrative hearing decision, the Rhode Island Department of Revenue addressed whether a taxpayer, a pass-through entity engaged in the business of repairing, leasing, and selling large construction equipment, was required to collect and remit sales tax on transactions with an affiliate. The affiliate's address was also the physical location of the taxpayer. The taxpayer did not collect sales tax on the invoice transactions, nor did the affiliate provide the taxpayer with any resale certificates. For corporate income tax purposes, the taxpayer treated the invoiced amounts as receipts. Further, it did not claim a depreciation deduction for any of the invoiced tangible personal property. Rather, the affiliate reflected the depreciation and amortization related to the equipment on its corporate tax returns. For Rhode Island sales and use tax purposes, a sale is defined as any transfer of title or possession, exchange, lease, rental, condition, or otherwise, in any manner or by any means of tangible personal property for consideration. The taxpayer argued that the invoice transactions did not constitute sales and were therefore not taxable. However, the hearing officer disagreed, holding that the invoice transactions fell within the definition of a sale and were thus subject to sales tax. In the hearing officer's view, a sale of tangible personal property does not need to be delivered from one location to another. Because the taxpayer and the affiliate shared the same physical address, there was no reason to think that no delivery was made to the company. Further, the hearing officer rejected the taxpayer's argument that no consideration was paid, noting that the taxpayer received a legal benefit when it was able to increase gross receipts and the affiliate benefited when it depreciated the assets for income tax purposes. In an interesting twist, the taxpayer also argued that the division was looking at the form rather than the substance of the transactions. The hearing officer again rejected this argument, pointing to all the factors showing the transactions at issue were sales. The division had waived the imposition of penalties because the taxpayer was a regular filer, albeit late at times. The hearing officer ruled that regular filing could not be the basis for the waiver of a penalty and that penalties were only allowed to be waived when the taxpayer and the division had entered into a settlement agreement. For more information on this decision, please contact Joe Sr. at 617-988-1025.